0: The Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Paul Bash, your host, inviting you to look behind the headlines on the stories that make New Haven tick. Well, today we're doing headlines and baselines. Instead of having a guest in the audience for an interview, we're playing music, baselines to keep us going in the day, interspersed with headlines, like commentary on what's in the news. Well, the, what's in the news right now is New Haven's... In the back, we have a afro semitic experience with Eliyahu Hanavi. The, uh, what's in the news right now is New Haven's mayoral race. There's a four-way race for the Democratic nomination for mayor. This week, there was a convention where Justin Elliker has been the mayor for two terms, got overwhelming endorsement from the town committee, meaning the uh, people who run the wards for the Democratic Party for the nomination. There's going to be a primary... The day after, uh, one of the other candidates, Shafiq Abdul sabor retired police sergeant, he had the former mayor, Tony Hart, come out, who endorsed his campaign and was the first person to sign his petitions to get on the ballot. So it's going to be an interesting, lively race. A new twist is one of the four candidates is named Tom Goldberg. He's the one kind of behind all the others. He hasn't lived here that long and uh, doesn't really know the city that well yet. But he's been putting a lot of effort into the race, trying to find an issue that'll stick. And the Republican Party said, hey, we like you. You're our kind of guy. So they said, well, we'll nominate you. So he's technically running for the Democratic nomination, but now he's the Republican candidate. And he did pick an issue that fits with uh, Donald Trump's party. And that is to kind of dump on people who use drugs and lock them up instead of giving them help. That's uh, New Haven's been talking about a safe injection site like other cities do rather than just... Throwing people in prison who have addiction, have the addiction get worse and have the problems get worse. They come back in more trouble. Their lives are just as bad. We have homelessness. We have mental illness events on the street. Safe injection sites are places where people who are using drugs can go shoot up, but do it safely. And also, well, theoretically, I mean, drugs aren't safe enough to sell fentanyl, but that some of the dangers get removed in the street. It's away from the general population. And there's help on site. And as so many of us know who have dealt with people with addictions, you can't always give people help if they don't want the help. But you always have to have the help available and show that you care. So first you have the harm reduction, which is less hurt to themselves and others around them in society at large while they're using. And to always have the help right there, right there at the safe injection sites. Where if they want the counseling, if they want the help with the housing, if they want employment housing, if they want psychological and uh, withdrawal help. It's right there. So New Haven doesn't have a place picked out, but they are definitely talking about it. We'd report it in The Independent. It was no secret, but Goldenberg, to try to get some traction for his going nowhere campaign, held these alarmist press conference and public statements that he issued, saying we should all freak out. There's a secret plan to put it somewhere, and it's going to harm the community, even though the whole point is to try to have everyone in the community harm less by addressing a problem intelligently rather than hot-dogging it for a political headline. And so the Republicans said, you're our guy, he's the candidate, and they're on their way. This is uh, Baselines and Headlines, and we're having a little trouble with our CD player. We've got a new one on order, but in case it works, we're now going to um, listen to the Jackson 5 with one of my favorite songs ever. Very clever uh, lines in here about, I didn't know when I was a kid listening to it in the 60s or early 70s, that there's Thomas Edison, the inventor, and Oscar Graham Bell, and they're all in Weather Versus, see if you could pick it out. With uh, Jackson Five's classic hit, Love Stop the Love You Save. The Love You save, the classic from Jackson 5. Isn't it amazing how much of you say before? In a three-minute single that used to be on Top 40 Radio, how much they packed into the production. How every sort of seven seconds, there's a shift where they're changing the mood with new instrumentation, a different kind of beat, a different kind of harmony, playing, riffing off what you originally heard in the song. And they take us just a couple of verses with an idea. They go a little further in this one with all the wordplay on the inventors, but... I just, I just love listening to those classic chart toppers and appreciating how much can be packed in a small space. It's like a short story that tells you as much as a novel. Well, I'm talking about headlines and baselines today on WNHHFM, New Haven's Home of Community Radio. Just playing some music to get us going as we get uh, closer to the weekend and um, talk about what's in the headlines. A so, little like commentary. This Steve. I always like Ty Fritz King who's the um, New Haven jazz, smooth jazz musician. He had an album out and it's called Saving Time in the background. And you know, you might notice people like me with yarmulkes on today, you're not gonna see us drinking water, even though it's really hot. And you're not gonna see us eating until the sun goes down. That's because it's a fast day in the Jewish tradition today. It's called Tisha B'Av. It's a 25 hour fast almost from sundown to sundown like a, a little bit before it's down to afternoon actually we started last night not an hour or two before sundown because there were services and tisha B'Av means the ninth of av the month of av in the jewish calendar tisha is nine and av is is uh the month name and technically what the fast is about is commemorating catastrophes in jewish history so they claim, though they don't know if there's tons of scientific evidence for this, that all these great calamities all happened on the 9th of Av. And that included the destruction of the first temple in Jerusalem, the destruction of the second temple. So you, you probably haven't heard about this the way you've heard of Yom Kippur, which is the big fast day and most important the holiday, the Sabbath, the Sabbath of the Jewish calendar, which is two months from now where you fast for those hours and you spend almost all the time in synagogue as well. And you're finishing at that point for Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, a month plus long process of wrestling with your soul and your sins and the purpose in life and determination to do better. This is sort of a warm up for that, even though it's just many hours and actually hotter. It's The same kind of idea of cleansing, you know, makes me think a lot when I'm fasting about why we fast so I told you about the technical reasons for Tishba, uh, these events in history and they matter. I have to admit for a lot of us that's not a very immediate thought we're not that focused on the temple in Jerusalem or some people say well what it really means is the destruction of a civilization and that's happened a bunch of times with Jews because anti-semitism hatred of Judaism and Jews you know they destroyed temples they had the Holocaust six million people killed trying to wipe us out pogroms in Eastern Europe anti-semitism today so that's real." And that's something to think about. You know, I have to admit that fasting for me is something different. So you're supposed to feel the pain. And and with Jewish fasting, it's also true, I believe, Ramadan, the sundown is sun up, to sundown fast for a month long for Ramadan for Muslims is that in addition to not eating, you don't drink. That often surprises people because fasting is often accompanied by fluids, like for health. So, for instance, people go on a hunger fast, let's say, for a political issue. They'll have the water so they don't die, right? So, we're not going to die with one day with the with no water even though it's hot and um or get sick you're supposed to drink if you do get sick and muslims i really admire them for a month they do this now they eat every night they break the fast so they get in a pattern but you have that long day without drinking and it makes me think about why you fast there's the technical reason the official reason i gave but i think it's often religious rituals that include fasting or often taking a ritual that already existed outside of religious context and imbued it with a religious meeting but it, had, it existed as a ritual because it serves other needs so for instance when you're fasting you stop your normal pattern of behavior your day-to-day routine you now you get up usually have some water right or you have some tea i make tea you have your breakfast and read the paper you have your meals to punctuate your day and a way of connecting with others and f- hopefully having flavors that you can appreciate and nutrients that keep you going. That day when you're fasting, it makes you realize how you don't always think about that process. You're not always appreciating the food you have. You're not always seeing what you might not notice if you're not doing your ritual and seeing what that bird is out the window or how you're starting your day every day and whether you're caught in a rut or whether there's meaning to it. So to pre- it actually is not a, It's not in any way a bad thing. I think it's a cleansing and a moment for reflection. You're thinking about even the big questions, why you're alive, why you keep going, but also how you relate to this body we're inhabiting. Are we souls and bodies merged together? I'm sorry to get a little heavy here. I know it's supposed to be headlines, but what is this body and why do we keep going and how complicated it is to work out? Every morning in our prayers, we talk about they can even clean the openings in the cat orifices that still work They keep us breathing, allow our soul to be in there and functioning, but also our heart to beat and our to move from to place to place. and appreciating being healthy and appreciating food. Like most many people, I love to drink tea. I love to eat delicious food. I love to feel nutrients, some healthful meals. keep me going and appreciate that I get to live and exist. Doesn't mean every moment of your life is great. Doesn't mean that you don't have sins to atone for. Doesn't mean you don't need to be thinking every day about how to do better. But we are lucky to be alive. We are lucky to have food. We are lucky to have routines and places to go and people to be with. And so while this is a fast day for some of us to talk about calamities in history, I have to admit, and it is hard also in the hot days to get through the day a little bit. Not hard compared to what people really do with who have hard lives. This is a privilege. It is a cause for celebration even and reflection and appreciation for how we get to live. So that that's my take on that. I want to, kind of keeping in that theme, I want to play a, a new, David Sasso is a, a Jewish bluegrass musician. And he has a a new CD out. He came in here and and talked about it. We played some of it. Of uh, Jewish melodies redone. New melodies for traditional prayers and psalms. Usually sung on Friday night. But we're a day away from Friday. It's not that long. We greet the Sabbath with Shalom Alechem. We've done it for centuries. David Sasson did it a new way on his new CD. With a new melody and the old words. And here it is. It's called... Shalom Aleichem!
1: hashalom hello
0: Sasso, Shalom Alechem, from his new bluegrass reinterpretation of Friday night psalms and prayers in the Jewish tradition. You listen to the headlines and baselines of FM In the background, we now have Gritz King from his tune, Matrimony. And, um, you know, in the, in the headlines today is Barbie. Yes, Barbie's made the headlines. I saw the movie yesterday. Really enjoyed it. It was a very well done movie. Like a lot of critics, and there's a great review by Eleanor Pollock in the Independent. I highly recommend it. It's uh the the left the ending left me a little cold. It was really fun the way they take on the Barbie tradition about whether it reinforces patriarchy and sexist notions of what women could be. Greta Gerwig is terrific filmmaker has a lot of fun with the great dancing and singing scenes a great really wonderful uh sub story about a mother and a daughter coming to grips with their own relationship at the end like a lot of critics I felt like Mattel did use it as an opportunity for marketing in a way that in the end compromised the artistry it didn't for the most part they let Greta Gerwig run wild and do it her way and poke fun at the whole tradition and the sexism and That was smart marketing on their part because they want Barbie to continue to be relevant in modern society. And then in the last scene, they turned it into an ad to kind of pinkwash the whole thing and make it seem like Barbie's all about empowerment. It's not about complicated issues about male-female relations and expectations. of women. But most importantly, they were branding a doll in a new way for a new era. So it was the end. It was a commercial. But it was still a good movie. And it hit home for me this morning i watched the trailer and what really struck me in the trailer said this is a movie for people who hate barbie do you hate barbie this movie's for you now why would a toy company selling a doll put out a movie and say only the only group they would say come watch says if you hate barbie and the answer is self-evident because they say we're trying to make you love barbie to buy more dolls not the most evil marketing in the world. They're not marketing in a way that hurts people or makes you feel bad or takes cheap shots at people. But let's call it what it is: happy the main movie, good movie. When they're when you're playing to the tune of the people paying the bills, you do have to make some compromises. But someone who doesn't make compromises is Chesky. New Haven's own touring recording musician, and he tells it straight, coming out of the pandemic, about where we're heading as society, with his tune "2020 BC." Take a Chesky on Dateline New Haven.
2: Thing. Hasn't lived enough to know it's impossible to come close. Seek the good in humanity, right? Even if it's a struggle most times. This hate natural over we train to fight like some pit bulls. We've been locking jaws into each other's backs well before Christ. Is that what it takes to survive? Who taught us how to survive? Our faces long before pandemics arrived. Many have broken backs working for some charismatic demigods who raised minimum wages to build company loyalty. Watch their employees die left and right, bosses' profits grew up for lost lives as they smiled for media commending philanthropy. We've been glorifying wealth and greed and sociopathy It was packaged and sold to us as the American dream Splintered working class people to weaken our communities Fed us our siblings meat and convinced us that it was healthy Then told us that we were born free born free We were born free to spread any terrible disease So much history manipulated by mythology Clouds are growing larger, frothing at the mouth, gasping for air. Dogs barking in unison, bursting throats open though no one hears. We are all entrapped by fear of Satan. Just billionaires Of gangs, pedophiles And radicals With beards It's hard to calm down All of them Reactionary friends Making funeral arrangements Fifty years before the deaths I know it's true The world we knew Has changed and it's painful to face what's new We have been grossly underfed for domesticated pets, craving love and attention, satisfactions hardly met, and it's true the world we knew has changed, and it's strange to face what's new, so each generation. Complains of the youth saying things were much better than, please show more proof. to
0: Chesky, 2020 B.C. Here on Headlines and Baselines and Dateline New Haven, WNHH, 103.5 FM. You know, I think Chesky should get a Grammy just for remembering all those words. I mean, more than eight minutes of righteous prose poetry sung from the heart about the human condition man that guy got a good memory but this is uh, Chris King this time with matrimony in the background here you know a headline I saw I don't know if you saw it I don't know if you see me the Connecticut Mirror it's an online news source nonprofit, very good site they have an exclusive interview up now with Connecticut's chief public defender her name is Deshaun Bowden-Lewis in lewis Jaden edison the reporter got an interview with her about there's a lot of uh upset happening in the public defender's office that's always been a pressed office because those have way more cases than they can handle they don't get a lot of money they have all these people being dragged through the criminal justice system often because they committed bad crimes or petty crimes sometimes they didn't commit them they all need and deserve fair representation you have idealistic people become public defenders they can make a lot more money doing something else but they believe in this and they're always pushing the rock up the hill well now apparently those tensions have become drawn inward with a lot of internal bickering about how decisions are being made how training's being done and how the office has been run i think it's about a year to um, lewis has been in there she's the first black woman running the office and as you know, most of the defendants brought into criminal courts in cities like New Haven are black and Latino. So a lot of the lawyers, not all by any means, are white. And so there are racial tensions there and includes a Latino. So in this interview, Jaden did she feels she's being not given a chance to do her job? Right. And being penalized for caring about bringing in more people of color to represent people of color not being against the people are there obviously there's too much work for everybody to do and the article does quote by name people of color in the public defender system coming through her support people the state board overseeing them have resigned over this stuff it's a real power grab and there was a latino public defender quoted who actually is at odds with her so it's a complicated situation it's an unfortunate situation And as the Temptations once put it, it's a ball of confusion. Everyone knows the Temptations version. Not that many people know that Chuck D and Dapper Dan did a version of Ball of Confusion. They did it for the Promised Land soundtrack. That was a short-lived, I think it was on TV, documentary of the book by Nicholas Lemon about the great migration from the south to north cities like Chicago. But it had a mind-blowing two CD disc 35 song Soundtrack And it included this version A Ball of Confusion By Chuck D And Dapper Dan We're gonna see if our CD player holds out If we can get through the whole thing
1: I'm about ready to count it off I'm about ready to count it off I'm about ready to count it off Can I count it off fellas Can I count it off One Two <laughs> What is going on in the world today? What is going on in the world?
0: I guess I kind of wonder when is it not a ball of confusion but that's Chuck D with Dapper Dan with their version of the Temptations ball of confusion here on headlines and baselines and WNHH one of in the back we'll have Terrence Blanchard also doing the promised land one of the headlines in the New Haven Independent it's not a big headline but it matters on the extra, extra section about how Hill House is again looking for a new principal. They had a good principal a year ago. He got stolen by the state. Principals don't always last long, nor do police chiefs, school board superintendents, school superintendents. It's a lot of competition to fill those slots. People who are good get wooed more money. I don't know what's what happened here, though. So a year ago, both Cross and Hill House got rid of... The biggest high schools in town in new haven got lost their principals who've been there quite a while edith johnson and glenn over at uh lost, they've done a really good job and it was time of change for their schools it's always hard to come in after someone who's considered good and uh mark Sweeney came in and there was controversy from day one and don't forget that's coming on top of the pandemic when there really wasn't a lot of school happening even when people were physically in the building but now they're back and there's learning back for sure. And now Mark Swing announced that really given we don't get the real story, but he said he needs to move on. So, with a month to go till school starts, it's a familiar position at the largest high school. That's not to criticize anybody, I promise. It's a hard job. As I said, there's a lot of flux in that position, but it matters a lot. Our high schools are important transition places for kids becoming adults, getting ready to take on the world. So I hope I know they got a lot of active parents there. hope that Hill House finds its footing. Sometimes it takes an institution, two people after someone considered good as a leader, leaves to get the right person. The signs have been very promising of Wilbur Cross, the largest high school, or Matt Brown came. They brought him back to the district. He had been a principal in a smaller high school, high school community, and he came back and I've seen a lot of energy and a lot of buy-in at CROSS, especially building up teaching and support for the fast-growing Hispanic population there. But for the whole school, the lights are on. Learning's happening. Everyone's working on good stuff over there. So there's always good news and bad news, despite the way headlines are often portrayed. But as Mark Sweden leaves Hill House that's a reminder that sometimes relationships do break off and without being a Debbie Downer I'd like to well actually I want to bring a Barbie theme I was going to play the breakup song for Suzanne Vega's great album Red and Gray Songs in Red and Gray but instead in honor of Barbie I'm going to play a song by Suzanne Vega called I'll Never Be Your Maggie May," a reference to the Rod Stewart song that was a hit in which the woman doesn't come off so well or even as a person in that original song so here's the version of Mar- Barbie decides she wasn't going to be her Ken doll accessory and Suzanne Vega about why she won't be your Maggie May. I'll
3: never be your Maggie Mae One you loved and left behind The face you see in light of day Then you cast away That isn't me in that bed you'll find I'd rather take myself away Be like those ladies in Japan Rather paint myself a face, conjure up some grace. Will be the eyes behind a veil. Way I may appear, but that will change from day to night. Would you ever see within underneath the skin? Could I Maggie May, the one you loved and then forgot. I love you first and let you go. Cause it must be so. You forgive or you will not And so a woman leaves a man and so the world turns on its end. So I'll see your face in dreams. Nothing's what it seems till you appear so kind.
0: Maggie May declares Suzanne Vega that's, I love that song I always loved the original Maggie May, and I never really listened to it well until this, decades later to, Suzanne Vega talked about what it was like to be female and hear that song and had the woman treated with such contempt by Rod Stewart in the original but she claimed it now it's hers and that's a, a release uh, I believe it was around 2000 by uh this is uh, in the background right now, you hear a um, Puff Johnson Sunday will all be free, which I hope we all will. I got some hope. So it might not be your Maggie Way, heard i from your older woman. The uh, Local 34 are the university employees at Yale. They're the most important union in town. Biggest, they deal with the biggest employer, and they're a great force in town. They provide a counterweight to the power of Yale's money and control of employment and local economy they independently do they do a good job they organize well they get better wages and benefits for working class people and middle class people which benefits families and the whole area in new haven and around new haven they're involved in politics which are also some people get mad at them for doing that and i think that's great too they should bring their agenda for pro-working families agenda to politics and then groups that don't agree should also get involved like the republican party's running a guy for mayor who thinks that we shouldn't talk about safe injection sites and just treat people who have addiction as crap and make their problems worse so they make all our problems worse so we should have all that all that variety of views heard on the public sphere but here's what gets me so local 34 announced their latest endorsements for mayor and alders i guess alders they included someone on there who hasn't shown up the entire term to meetings like occasionally comes late but really doesn't show up to be an alder and hasn't for a couple of terms and has opponents but is i guess in line with local 34's agenda which is a legitimate agenda which they should fight for i wonder at what point an organizations credibility is damaged if they're looking purely at the important planks they're supporting and not whether the public in a neighborhood deserves a representative who shows up who actually does the job at all. And often there are good reasons they don't and I don't mean to criticize that. There's someone who's not running who wrestled with some pretty big problems this term. She came with me other the person they ended up not jumping They didn't know that was going to be out of control. But whatever the reason, if you can't do the job, don't run again to do it. And if you're going to run again to do it, don't expect that people who care about the common good are going to back you, and yet that's happening, and yet that re-election might happen, all because of that. Just, just one man's opinion. Let's hear the opinion of the blue jeans and America, because they have it. They have a take two on WNHH.
4: you front of the play goddamn I'm just tryna spit the knowledge, take notes How you sink a ship when you're in the same boat? Try to hit a stroke, but we can't stay afloat Something's out of order, but they swear it ain't broke That's a joke, cause we ain't even got the same rights and even if I get it, gotta put up a fight. And I ain't really saying that I got the answer key. Cause really all I want is for my people to be free, to be free. The beat of my heart is crying L-O-B-E. Cause I want all of my people to be free to be free. The beat of my heart is crying L-O-B-E. Cause I want all of my people to be free to be free. America, checking for your post. 49 heartbeats They profited enough Family Struck down in our month of pride Praying on your knees Who will stand? Get up, stand up, and fight Get up, stand up Get up, act up, and fight Racial and Asian, but none of us were here until they took it from the natives. Mm-hmm. Then we turned around and had a nerd to be racist, justify the use of religious discrimination. Mad mm-hmm. Terror got us in the palm of their hand, but we can't get together to create a counter plan. Mm-hmm. Violence, silence, rising, riots, innocent, dying, government lying. Mm-hmm. Can't get ahead because we all too consume with who I sleep with and where I use the restroom. I'm just trying to tell you that I got the antidote. Campaign for love, let peace win the vote. Feel like giving up, but I still got hope. Respecting every person, that will really be dope. You can send with love all fall from the hate. Let's adopt one label for ourselves, human race. Oh well, yes, we should pray for Orlando Like we pray for Sandy Hook and Bernardino We'll stop going to the movies and stop going to the club. Kindergarten, should be carrying the gun. Stonewall was a riot after the press were not enough. So won't you stand up? Won't you stand up, America? Checking for your pulse, the beat of my heart. It's crying L O cause I want all of my people to be free, to be free. The beat of my heart is crying L O cause I want all of my people to be free, to be free. Now what we want? Peace, and who is us? We. So just let us be, and live in harmony. Now what we want? Peace, and who is us? We. So just let us be, and live in
0: harmony. beat of my heart. It's gonna L-O-V-E because I want my people to be free. I love the Blue Jays. Thanks for hanging with me today. Uh, headlines and bass lines, FM. Thanks to Harry dross Behind the Controls. Our CD player worked. We heard all the songs. And to all those my fellow Jews who are fasting, let's continue to see joy and appreciation in our thirst and we will enjoy when the sun goes down tonight around nine o'clock it's all stars come out we'll appreciate even more than ever that we get to live breathe eat and be together i hope everyone has that same sense of radical amazement joy and appreciation as we move toward the weekend We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience performing I wish I knew how it feel to be free from the group CD A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day and all night long and all weekend long at WNHH New Haven's home for community radio.